Some days are terrible. You wish that you were dead, and some days are magical, like grape banana bread. Someday we'll be friends with the voices in our heads. The voices in our heads. Hello, I'm fucking man. Fuck nicotine, man. Fuck this shit. Fuck everything. Fuck all. Fuck, fuck the world. I'm so, I'm here. Congrats on not killing yourself, guys. I, <laughs> man, the first three days that I quit smoking, I was like, guys, this is like the better way to live. And like, I can't believe anyone would just like voluntarily like breathing cancerous tar and like their lungs. First of all, yes, I fucking can. Have you been outside? Anyway, the first three days I was this fucking high and mighty piece of shit. And now I cannot, boy, oh boy, y'all. Whoo! It is midnight on a Monday. Technically, I guess it's a Tuesday. I'm recording this Tuesdays in advance because I fucking agreed to do a commercial with Kevin. And I shouldn't have fucking done that because I knew I was quitting cigarettes. And I'm so fucking mad. And I'm not very nice to work with right now, y'all. I pride myself on being very wonderful to work with. Not today! And it's fucking, it, thank God Kevin's going to be with me because it's for dog treats. Oh my God. he Kevin is the only thing that I don't hate. <laughs> Kevin, you're my best fucking friend. I love you. He's sitting, He, I put his bed. He always wants to be in the office when I'm in my office when I record this. And it's really sweet. And honest to God, Kevin's the only thing keeping me going. I cannot tell you how fucking hard it is to experience nicotine withdrawals. Holy shit. All y'all smoking cigarettes, You're we're all fucking drug addicts. I mean, ex-drug addict, thank you. But God damn. Am I a piece of shit cunt walking around right now? I am so fucking mad. I don't remember being this mad this consistently in a very long time. This is like if you took every day of the month that was the most moodiest day for me. And not every time I PMS, I'm angry, but a lot of times I am. So take all the times that I was angry and like like screaming on the street, drooling out of my nose, my mouth, my eye, like everything, just water coming out of all my holes, telling people to get the fuck out of my way. Like take all those days and put them in a row. And that's been my last couple days. Who wants a cigarette? Not me. This is fucking hell. I cannot believe how much this sucks. I really didn't think this was going to suck that much. You know, Alan Carr, you didn't fucking warn me about this. I am so mad and upset and hysterical. Over what? I don't fucking know. But get the fuck out of my way. That's all I do know. God damn it. And then I'll get these waves of happiness and joy because that's my normal demeanor. My resting face. Well, my resting face is anxiety. But maybe that's because I was smoking so much. But my resting mood is geared, it's more happy. Oh my God, I'm so fucking, I feel like pulling my goddamn fucking hair out. I want to punch somebody, but not actually. Like, I wouldn't actually do it. And because doing that would make me feel terrible. But imagining doing it, it makes me feel great. It's one of those, I'm walking around and I'm like, I just wish someone would do something so fucked up to me that I could punch them and everyone would be like, yeah, that was, that makes sense that you, you punch them. They deserve that. Like, I don't want to get hurt in the process, but I want a real good valid fucking ass reason. Maybe I'll just do kickboxing. I don't know. This is wild. This fucking sucks. I am so not good to be around. I'm screaming into pillows. I'm screaming into cars. And it's like when I get in a car, I scream. Well, when it's a car, I'm renting, not an Uber. <laughs> Jeez. My rating would plummet. <laughs> Am I right, guys? Am I right? I know. Talk about a shit rating, huh? Okay, cool. Sorry. Don't mind me. I haven't, I haven't smoked a cigarette in seven days. Oh, but I rented a car. Fuck Zipcar to hell, first of all. Fuck Zipcar to hell. I fuck, I hope that fucking company goes down. I hope that company goes down and I hope they're owned by men. I hope that Zipcar fucking blows in New York City. Look, I'm sure they're a lot, a great service to some people. But for me, Christina Marie Hutchinson, I say, fuck you, Zipcar. Fuck you to hell. I had to rent a Zipcar for my nephew's, nephew's birthday. Well, that part, you know, I'm acting like I was forced to go. I wanted to go. And I rented a fucking zip car 
And then I rented a, a, a fancy zip car. I rented a fucking Mercedes because I'm in a bad fucking mood and I feel like that'll make it better. And it would have. And I rented the car. When you do zip car, you know, you got to fucking rent the car or else someone else will rent the car. It's like, oh, so anxiety inducing. So I don't know if it's like that in any other city. But I rent a Mercedes, okay? Because I'm a goddamn grown ass woman with a fucking bank account. And I'm uh, having a bad day, okay? And so I get a call. I pick it up late. I'm like two, an hour and a half late. I just wanted to fucking reserve it to reserve it, right? Because I knew I had to. And I was like, oh, you know, uh, ambitiously, I will wake up at 8 a.m. But realistically, I'll wake up at 10, okay? So I woke up at 10. By the way, you fucking have nightmares and dreams when you quit smoking that are uh hell. Anyway, get a call from Zipcar. Hey, sorry. So the person um, hasn't returned that Mercedes. I was supposed to pick up two and a half hours ago. I mean, mind you. And I'm like, oh, because I thought I was sitting in the goddamn garage because I rented it. And I'm like, they haven't returned. Are you? F- okay. And she's like, well, I rented you. Um, It's not as cool. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. I rented you a fucking like bullshit Honda. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's fine because I'm in all the spiritual shit, right? And I'm, I'm, I'm reading all these books. I'm reading a lot of new books. Can't wait to tell you about them later when I have the temperament. But I'm like, hey, maybe it was meant to be. Maybe that Mercedes would have crashed and I would have died. And so this is the car I'm supposed to take. Even though it's a shit car, I'll take it, okay? And then I get to that shit ass fucking shit car. It's such a shitty piece of shit car fucking lemon i get into that parking garage and i was like nothing else better go wrong because your girl's on the edge she's on the brink of jumping off the cliff but she still not won't smoke a cigarette because that shit is worse than heroin Ugh. not that i've done heroin but i get to this, sh- this shittier fucking car in a garage that's farther away and the car won't unlocked it the windows are down the car is covered in eight inches of dust okay it looks like no one's fucking even looked at this goddamn car since 97 when it was made so i was like okay cool couldn't uh, unlock it with my zip car had to call that lady that was like um well we got you a less cool car i'm like oh bitch i'm calling you back because your less cool car is goddamn lemon and it's not working and my nephew is i'm gonna miss his fucking birthday party trying to make it sound as bad as possible and the woman couldn't help me she's like you're gonna have to call a zip car she felt bad she's very polite very sweet kind lady and i was like okay cool and i fucking hung up on her and i fucking dialed the fucking number she told me to fucking do and the woman was like well i can get you a car in queens i'm like oh to hell you won't Uh uh-uh my ass is not in queens ma'am she just kept calling me ma'am and I was like, oh, I hate when people call me ma'am. I fucking hate that. I hate when I hear from the, you know what I mean? Oh my God. So many times I've been like it, somewhere and in the back of me, I hear ma'am, ma'am. Like when you're on a plane and the fucking plane's landing, but you fell asleep because you finally learned how to sleep on a goddamn plane. You finally fell asleep and the plane's landing and the the plane will crash if you don't move your seat three inches forward. So this fucking lady's just doing her goddamn job, waking you up out of a peaceful slumber to fucking scoot your chair three inches up so the plane won't go down and everyone will live. Right? That's why we do that? That's why you woke me up? I'm so mad, guys. Ma'am? Can you, can you, ma'am? Ma'am? Oh, and then they, and then they, and then they, (laughs) then they shake you awake. Cause when I hear the ma'am and I'm sleeping on a plane, I'm not. I don't f- fuck you. What are you gonna do next? I'm gonna have to. And I know. Look, airline stewards, you probably hate us. Okay, we don't hate you, but you probably hate us because people are terrible and airports are just stadiums filled of triggered people. I don't know what the fuck it is about an airport, but it brings out the worst in humanity. Just couples fighting in front of their kids and just fucking ma'am, your your ma'am, your laptop, ma'am. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Okay. What was I talking about? I hate this. I hate this. I gotta say, I'm not a happy camper. If you could, if you could, could tell yet, I'm very a sad, mad camper. I'm a mad, fucking enraged camper. Oh God, 
My fucking mom texts me. I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it. I don't want to read it. I just want to run away because I don't want anything thrown at me today. One thing that Alan Carr did say in his book about quitting smoking was to let everybody around you know that you're quitting so that you might be a little cranky. And at first I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> Bitch, I need a fucking, so- I need a Gotham, I need a bat, a Batman light in the sky that's just a middle fucking finger that says, please don't talk to Christina Hutchinson for the next five to seven days. <sighs> I feel so bad for anybody else to talk to me. I mean, I'm, I'm pr- doing a pretty good job of not being a huge cunt to people directly, but I'm, but that's wearing off. I'm just, I'm just warning people now. I'm like, hey, I'm, I quit smoking, and these, these withdrawals have me some kind of way, and I'm gonna be a cunt, and then I'm an actual, I'm a cunt, and I'm, I don't even feel bad. That's how bad it is. I'm fucking rude to people's faces, and I don't even feel guilty about it. <laughs> Never thought I'd get there. Just takes having withdrawal pangs, huh? Hey, Portland, Oregon. Credit and I had to move our shows back, okay? Uh, we got word from the club that the city of Portland had to decrease their capacity to only 50 people per show. And we were going to be there for six shows. And that means we would only get to perform for fucking however fucking much 50 times six is. And it's not as many as we would have liked to perform for. So we're pushing the date back. To a to a time where we can safely perform for as many of you as possible. I'm so I'm so I love Portland, Oregon so fucking much, and I'm so excited to be in your city. And I'm also I'm very excited to experience it in the summer because I never have. It's always cold when I go to Portland, and I'm always like, okay, I guess, I guess God hates me and just doesn't want me to have fun. <laughs> just victimizing myself. God damn it. God damn it. Anyway, Portland, we'll let you know. I think we're gonna come back in June, but we'll let you know. New York City, we're not banging. Me and Justin Silver are not banging, and we're co-hosting a comedy show Wednesday, April 28th, 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. Come, Philadelphia. Still on, baby. April 29th through May 1st. Me, uh, I'm bringing Vonda Carlo. She's featuring. She's a fucking killer comedian, one of my very dear friends. Love her to death. I'm excited to be there with a friend. Oh, my God. Yeah, Philly, come. That's going to be fucking, that's going to be good fucking shows. April 29th through May 1st. Helium. Uh, maybe I'm going to get another tattoo, another Philly tattoo. Just because it, it makes me... I, I, this is a Wawa tattoo. One of the best decisions I've ever made. <laughs> I, I often look at the tattoo I got with my... The matching tattoo I got with my uh, best friend who I don't talk to anymore. And I it makes me laugh. And I, But I got to say, I'm still glad I got the tattoo. We had a really good friendship. And I love what it means. What will Beyonce do? Well, Beyonce wouldn't have picked up a fucking cigarette in the first place, would she, Christina? No. Right, so fuck you. You're not doing what Beyonce would do. Oh my God. The voices in my head are just like, go fuck yourself. That's what they say. They just say, go fuck yourself. And they say, fuck Zipcar. Uh, Tennessee. We, Corinne and I had two shows at Zany's. Whew. That was the first day I quit smoking. And I was like, I wasn't on my high horse yet. I was only on my high horse day two, three, and four. Day five, six, and today seven. Get out of my goddamn way. God, I'm such a cunt full of fire. I fucking hate this. And I'm not weaning off. I'm not using gum and I'm not using... Fuck that shit. Because the Alan Carr was like, you're just... You're just... You're drawing out the inevitable. If I fucking get vapes, I'm going to be hooked on vapes. And I'm going to be that fucking bitch through vapes. And I'm and I'm only saying that to discourage myself from vape. I'm not going to vape, but I will say when you're all of a sudden in like you know a classroom or or a concert or anywhere, and then all of a sudden a giant thick ass fucking cloud, like a cumulus cloud, comes from someone's head. You're like, oh god, vape. And I and I, I mean, I'm not I'm not doing any of that because it's still nicotine. It's the nicotine part that's the fucking bitch. Poor Kevin thinks I'm nuts. He thinks I'm fucking crazy. Well, when I get too carried away, I've just been screaming, y'all. I've been fucking screaming into pillows and then not into pillows. So I've been screaming into my hands and then I've been throwing pillows and I've been crying my goddamn face off because I looked down at my calendar. I was like, oh, this is about the time you'd PMS. Cool. Yeah. Let's just add more shit to your pile of shit, huh? Would you like to add more shit to your flaming pile of shit? 
No. But we're going to do it anyway. Okay, Christina, get on down. God don't give you nothing you can't handle. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Everyone go fuck yourself. Except you guys. And people who join my Patreon. Seriously, thank you so much. I've I've been, I have a lot of shit that's geared up to post. But I'm so fucking mad that I can't be on social media right now. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, I'm so mad. I want to punch a goddamn fucking, I don't know, cigarette. I want to punch it. Those those shows in Tennessee, those were fucking incredible. If you were at one of those shows at Zany's, holy shit. We did a stand-up show. We sold it out. And then we did a live recording of Guys We Fucked. Oh, that's right. We have... Sorry, I got to write that down. Hold on. Josh Wolf. We did it with comedian Josh Wolf, who's fucking incredible. What a great guy. Jesus Christ. Good person. Really fucking funny, too. He came up with, um, I remember him and Fortune Feimster were, uh, Chelsea Handler had them on her, her, uh, Chelsea Lately. Goddamn, Chelsea Handler is so fucking funny. Anyway, if you were at one of those shows that record, the live podcast recording and the live stand-up show, those were fucking electrifying and I thank you for coming out and thank you for being you, anyone who was there at that show, because I felt, we felt your energy and it felt fucking great. Goddamn, I needed that. Maybe that's one of the reasons why I was so goddamn in a good mood. I was like, woo. But it was weird. Here's the thing. After the shows, before I enter a comedy club and right after I exit a comedy club are two of the times that I smoke the most. Okay? And like late at night outside my building. But those are two parts of my ritual smoking habits. Okay? Ugh. And that, that was really, it was hard. It was like, but I, I didn't say anything. I don't think I said anything to Corinne. I didn't say anything. I, I wasn't like, I'm quitting because it was, it was only day one. So I was like, no, like, I want to keep, I just want to keep this to myself for a day. And then I'll just tell everybody when I'm having a badass, bad old time. So I didn't say anything, but I did. And I felt bad for myself. I'm like, you don't get to smoke. But then I was like, no, that's not what Alan Carr said. Alan Carr said, you're not losing anything. You're actually gaining a lot of things. So don't look at smoke. Quitting smoking is like quitting and like giving something up because actually you're gaining your life and your happiness. I did not know. I did not realize that nicotine fucks with your self-esteem and it fucks with your like paranoia and shit. Nicotine's I mean, it's an upper. It's a stimulant. But I never think of it as a stimulant because usually it makes me feel so gross and sick to my, not sick to my stomach every time I smoke, but it's not great. Once you start paying attention to it, you're like, oh, wait, I don't like this. Shit. Oh, I'm already hooked. Ah, fuck, huh? What do you do with that? What do you do with that? Well, I'll tell you what you do. You do some fucking fuckboy theater. Yeah, that's right. Let's do some fuckboy theater. Let's do it, okay? Fuck boy theater. This girl, goddamn, I'm so happy she DM'd me this conversation. But Jesus Christ, it, uh, ugh, I gotta look at a man's wiener and I hate it. It's such a gross wiener. But this conversation is really funny. So, okay, this is, <laughs> what kind of, hold on, what kind of voice do I want to do for this stupid fucking piece of shit guy? Uh, okay. <clears throat> All right, this is, this picks up in the middle of their conversation. Really, LOL? I think it's weird. No, that is so fucking hot. There is a few porn girls like that, and I love them. So sexy. Ha ha. Nice. If I showed you my cock, would you get mad? Like, you don't gotta send anything back. I just wanna see what you say. You don't have to. I'm no good at that stuff. I just wanna, lol. Why? I told you, babe. To see what you think. Hmm. I'm not going to tell you what I think. And then, ugh, ew, gross. And then he sends a picture. Ugh, ew, I want to barf. Here's the thing, guys. I don't give a shit what your fucking dick looks like. If it's big, if it's tall, if it's small, if it's against the wall, if it's being hit by a hammer, if it's smoking a blunt. If you are sending that to me after I do not express enthusiastic consent for seeing it, go fuck yourself. Your dick sucks. Okay? There we go. Rule of thumb. Anyway, continue. Uh... Uh, he sends it, and then she doesn't say anything. And and then he sends a sad emoji, and then says, guess that's fa- not fair, lol. It is fair. I didn't solicit your dick pic. You insisted. 
and said preemptively that I'm not required to send one back. You just wanted to see what I would say. Again, I insisted it wasn't necessary. And then it says on this. Oh, oh, they're talking on Snapchat, I think. It says you took a screenshot of this chat. So like he knows that she just took a screenshot. Okay, yes, I'm aware. I was asking if it is fair for you to pick something to send, sweetie. And I said no. I mean, you saved my cock to chat, so you must not hate it. I never said I didn't hate it. Do you like it? Be honest with me. And then she doesn't answer. And then he says, come on, give me more than sure. I'm not trying to date you or anything. Just chat and have fun. I do like chatting as well, but you don't have to be so rigid. Anyways, I was saying for you to pick, you were comfy sending. Oh my God. Oh, pick a pick with the star because I fucked it up. And then it says that the girl took a screenshot of it again. Aaron, you've taken like five screenshots, LOL, and you're not answering anything I'm saying. Way to point out what's happening. Yeah, you're making me laugh. I want to memorialize it. Oh, now I feel bad. He says, God, you guys. He says, dot, dot, dot. You're laughing at me. Oh, God damn it. Fuck you, guy. Apparently, I'm rigid. Crying laughing face emoji. And you're fucking pushy. I'm not even trying to be pushy. And rigid isn't an insult, is it? I mean, it's not a compliment. Oh, I just met this. I just met this new girl I'm dating. Oh, cool. What do you love about her? She's rigid. Oh. And rigid isn't an insult, is it? I'm not insulted. I don't even know you. Okay. Okay. And scene. <laughs> Moron. You fucking moron. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but see, oh God. And I'm like, I mean, I'll look, I'm not all I'm doing. I know I'm, I'm, sometimes I'll give special commentary on what I think as I'm reading these screenshots, but I'm just fucking reading this shit. Okay. I'm not making it up. These are things that people are actually saying. Damn. Okay. Oh, God. The fucking Chauvin trial. Dude, fucking, this is a bad... Man, if you... Ugh. If you are... Mm, okay, the only group of people that I'm like, I feel comfortable talking to you and telling you what the fuck to do are fellow whiteies. Everyone else, I don't know what it's like to be you. I only know what it's like to be white. White people, we gotta give a shit. Because black people are getting fucking murdered. Black and brown people have been getting murdered by the police since forever. And basically the start of the police was a slave patrol, okay? So can we please all give a fucking shit about black people being murdered? Thank you. I know that that... Oh God. So many fucking... So many... Oh, my God. That fucking kid. And that... Oh, Jesus Christ. And it's like, white people, it's our goddamn fault. So we need to figure it out. Instead, I just... There's so many fucking whiteies just going, Oh, that sucks. Well, it's... Do something. Oh, my God. Just use your fucking, fucking fuck privilege and fucking do something. March. Make sure you're peacefully protesting. Watch the news. Give a shit. I was watching a video. Some um, Somebody sent it to me on Instagram, but I follow him anyway. Trevor Noah. Oh, such a crush on him. I actually, I downloaded the Raya app um, today at my show because I need. I wasn't smoking a cigarette and I needed something to fucking do. And then I remember that last time I was on it, I saw Trevor Noah on it. And I was like, 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 I do like Trevor Noah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine seeing Trevor Noah on a fucking dating app? Gore- oh, God. So much talent. So much charisma. So much good looks. Great dresser. I mean, successful guy. Nice person. Anyway, he had a, a very poignant video, like a vlog, two camera um video that he posted on his Instagram and he was like where are the good cops and I was like you know what that's a good goddamn question where are the good cops 
because boy, oh boy, where are the cops that are preventing the other cops from murdering black people? Because there's always multiple cops on the scene. I mean, sometimes there's not, but sometimes there are. It's just like, can we not? Oh, that's the other thing. I was fucking, when I was driving to my nephew's uh, birthday party, there were so many signs in yards of Pennsylvania people that said we support police officers. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Because that is such a fucking slap in the face. That's based. you are, I don't give a fuck what you think about police officers. Do you give a shit about black people getting killed? Do you? Because it feels like you don't. You care about the cops. Of course, being a police officer is risking your life. We all know that, right? We all know that. But the training and the police unions, they're all, the police unions protect the cops so that they can murder people and not be tried for it. Well, that's fucking hopefully about to fucking end. It's just, there's so many signs that I passed in, in, in the country hills of Pennsylvania that said we at so many that say we support police officers. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. No one's trying to be like hate all the police. Just give a shit about black and brown people getting killed. You piece of shit. You white piece of shit. I'm so mad. I wonder if I'll ever get unmad. I hope it goes away, y'all. I mean, there's plenty to goddamn be mad about. Also, black women can't say shit. I was just watching the news before I started recording, and they pointed out that Maxine Waters, a fucking lovely human being, member of the House of Representatives, she's a black woman, she's 82. She's seen some shit. She's 82. And she was recorded, she was doing a QA, I don't know how many days ago, and they were saying that, you know, Chauvin. It doesn't get basically the, the, if he's innocent, then we need to stay in the streets and demand justice. If Chauvin is acquitted, and they she used the word we need to be more confrontational or strong, stronger confrontational or something. And Chauvin's lawyer brought it up in the closing statements, asking for a mistrial. I'm like, are you fucking this lovely 82 year old woman? who is a public servant and takes that duty seriously and gives a flying fuck about people, said this. And you watch the video and you're like, oh, I just want to hug her. But I can't because of COVID and I got to get vaccinated. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then the judge or the Chauvin guy was like, oh, but maybe you could you could get an appeal for what she said. Fuck you. Are you fucking kidding me? Holy shit. Oh, I accidentally pressed the fart button. No, it wasn't an accident. Everyone can go fuck themselves. Man. Man, I hope they say that he's a murderer. Because, boy, he is. And that's... Don Lemon. I've been watching a lot of CNN lately. And Don Lemon... One of the things he said, I wrote it down. He's, he said, it can't just be black people who see that there's a huge problem. So wake the fuck up, whiteies. I'm talking to you, boo. I'm assuming that if you're listening to this and you're white, you probably are on a similar page. But you know what? I'm not going to assume because Don Miguel Ruiz says don't make assumptions. So never mind. I take it back. Sorry, I have nicotine withdrawal brain. I feel like I've been talking for eight hours. I looked down. It's been 28 minutes. (laughs) This is going to be a short episode because I am so mad. I I am alarmed by how if I knew it was going to be this bad, truly, if I knew it was going to be this bad, I would have booked a vacation. I would have, well, uh, where am I going to go? I would have gone into the woods with a tent or something. I would have not scheduled a goddamn thing. So actually, not going to Portland, even though I'm bummed, but I'm excited to be going at a time where we can perform for more people. I got, I ain't got shit to do this weekend. So you girl's going to fucking relax. She's going to sit in a goddamn field and relax. Oh, my God. Thank God. Oh, I've been so busy. And I'm agreeing to do shit. I fucking say yes to everything. I say yes to everything. And I don't take a second. I really got to work on this. Now I'm having hot flashes. I don't take a second to go, 
hey, Christina, is this a good UC time? I just go, okay, I'll do it. Oh, my God. If my manager knew I was doing this commercial tomorrow, he'd be like, are you fucking serious, Christina? Which, thank God. Because he can talk to me like that, and I really appreciate it. It doesn't piss me off. Well, sometimes it does piss me off, but, like, it's fine. It's nice to, like, exchange words that are semi-heated, but you still know you respect each other at the end of the day, so it's fine. You're just a little cranky. I cannot fuck. Oh, wait. Oh, if you're part of the Patreon, the Misfits meeting is happening. Um, ooh, ooh. That's going to be um, uh, April 27th, which is a Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. I'm doing my own adult kids meeting. Um, now, if you, and that's a, it's a $100 tier, okay? If you... I, I'm assuming, okay, I'm breaking Don Miguel Ruiz's rules, but you know, I can't, I can't follow everyone's fucking rules all the goddamn time. But if you're paying for that, uh, first of all, I'm really fucking excited. I'm really looking forward to these meetings. And because uh, I got some shit to say too, I got some stuff to get off my chest. But um, I'm assuming if you're, if you're at the level, then you can, you can comfortably do that. But if you really want to be a part of these and you can't comfortably put that much money a month down, can just fucking email me. I'm going to believe you. Okay. I'm going to take you for your word. I'm not going to just fuck that. You, you choose to believe people or not. And look, I'd rather believe you. So I believe you. You're done. I already believe you. But email me the voices in our heads podcast at gmail.com. Because I'll figure it out. I don't want to be an elitist fuck, okay? I don't want to be Jeff fucking Bezos or Mark fucking Zuckerberg and be like, well, it's for a price. Yeah, and I'm trying to be a goddamn businesswoman at the same fucking time. Shit's hard. Congrats on not killing yourself. I fucking mean that every goddamn day. I'm drinking a beer because I'm like, girl, you deserve it. Oh, it's called The Truth. Um, flying dog beer. I fucking love, first of all, Imperial IPA, India, India Pale Ale, great fucking beer. Flying dog is, I love their labels. They're artistic labels. And I really like them. Oh, wow. It says on the thing, on the label of this beer, full disclosure, this beer came to fruition because we saw a gap in our portfolio and we wanted to increase our market share. And you know what? Goddamn, I respect the shit out of your honesty. I mean, it's not really that brave to say that, but I like a little sense of humor. It's nice. Kevin, I don't know what... If I didn't have Kevin, I'd fucking die. Whew. Thank God this fucking angel of a wiener dog is in my life. This dog, Kevin is the best fucking dog I've ever met. And obviously, yes, I'm biased and cool. But also... Like, I love watching him interact. I We we had a long day of recordings today. Corinne came over. Uh, we did, like, uh, we did a bunch of interviews back to back. So we had, like, five hours of recording stuff, Corinne and I. And, um, and I just love watching Kevin interact with Corinne. He's so cute because he loves Corinne so much. And I just love that he's so happy. And then I love when she comes over and he gets so excited. And then we had um, two of our comedian friends, Dave Temple. And Derek. Oh, Derek Gaines. Fucking amazing comedians. Uh, we had such a funny episode of Guys We Fucked With Them. Oh, my God. I fucking love talking to... Co- comedians are the best fucking people on the planet. And cigarettes are the worst. Um, And so... But it was so funny because usually Kevin hates strangers and he really loved Derek. Like, he took to Derek like... Some people have, like, a thing with dogs. Like, they're really good at... Uh, they're just... Dogs love them. And every once in a while, I'll have, like, dogs on the street will, like, come up to me as if they've known me forever. And then, but I know they don't do that with other people. Like, it's not just a me thing. Or it is just a me thing, rather. And it's really cute. But, like, I never see Kevin warm up to anybody, really, until he knows them well. And part of me is like, that's goddamn right, bitch. I'm your favorite person. Don't you ever forget it. But then the other part of me is like, I want you to experience joy with people that are me. So he really loved, he loved Derek. And it was so cute to watch. Oh, God, I fucking love this dog so much. Is there any other time that you have ever experienced unconditional love other than, other than when you were a fucking baby? Like, that's pretty much it. And your parents, that's assuming your parents were good people and didn't, you know, weren't mean to you or whatever. And they were like really genuinely loving and excited you were there. If your parents were excited that you were born, 
first of all, you're ahead of the game. Second of all, you did experience unconditional love at one point. There was a point that you started pissing them off, probably when you were a toddler or something because they had short tempers and they didn't fucking think, well, maybe we should, you know, work harder to expand our child's horizons and creativity and imagination. No, they just fucking got wrapped up in their own shit and their own bullshit and they just were too stressed out to be patient with you. Well, that's most parents and that's okay. But I think of how much I love Kevin and how much Kevin loves me all the goddamn time. And I'm like, I've never experienced this in my life. I'm going to fucking cry. God damn it. I hate nicotine. This is what it's doing to me, guys. I'm fucking crying one minute. I'm screaming the next. I'm laughing the next. And then I'm just staring at a wall for an hour. Oh, my God. This is so hard. I mean, look, it's going to build character, and this is, like, not even close to the hardest thing I'll ever do. But holy fucking shit, do not start smoking. Because if you do, you will have to go through this part unless you do it until you die. Which, honestly, some people smoke until they're fucking 92, and I'm like, ugh, fuck you, that's awesome. But it's not awesome, because you don't really get anything out of it other than the hit of a drug you're addicted to. Keep telling me something. But there is a girl and her dog are an unstoppable force. And I know a man and her do- his dog are an unstoppable force. And a man and a dog and their person is an unstoppable force. But like me and Kevin are seriously, I want to make a ki- kid's cartoon out of us. We are just, I just, I fucking love this dog. And he can tell very obviously. I mean, I feel like any dog in this situation will be able to tell that something's awry with their person if all of a sudden they're just screaming and yelling at the wall for like hours on end, you know? I feel like the dog would be like, oh, she's kind of stressed or something, huh? So I just, there was there was one moment last night where I was screaming and I was just angry at nothing and I just started crying. Like the screaming turned into bawling, just weeping weeping and Kevin I just sat on the chair and I was like oh just kill me oh, I just fucking fuck this man fuck this is so woo and then Kevin um jumped up on me and like laid on my chest this motherfucker knows he know oh god he knows what to do and he doesn't say anything well he's a dog but also he doesn't bark he's very quiet he's a quiet dog and but he says so much with his eyes I just, we have an unspoken language. I've never had that with anybody. Get a dog, guys. If you're considering it, save my goddamn life. Seriously, this dog has prevented me from killing myself. I don't think I would have, but boy, did I want to. But like with Kevin, I'm like, oh. The reason I have a reason to live and the reason is Kevin. Perfect person. Okay, I'm just gonna stop. Oh my god, I wrote down on these notes because I'll write bullet points throughout the week of stuff I want to say in the episode. And I wrote, OMG, I love not smoking. Bitch, fuck off. Go to fuck, fuck you to hell. Right with Zipcar. All right, I'm gonna read some. Oh, should I talk about that? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I want to write a song about this. Maybe I'll talk about it later. There, when you live on the first floor apart, if you, I have, a, I live on the first floor. And, and I have, I live on the first floor of, of an apartment in Manhattan on a very busy two-way street facing the street. Okay. This is a very specific set of circumstances that you experience when you live on a very famous street in a very famous city. On the first floor, facing everything. Like, I face the street. Like, I, if I, I mean, my blinds are drawn because I don't want people lurking into my home. Because they can do that because I'm on the first fucking floor. Now, luckily, there's a little garden area in front of my window. So one window's blocked. The other window, I mean, when people are coming in the door, they can see right into my living room. Staring at me playing piano. I'm like, that's invasive. But I want sunshine. Which one do I pick? You know, but when you live on the first floor of a on a famous street in Manhattan, a busy, 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 busy two way street. I mean, you've heard the sirens. I'm recording this at midnight. It sounds like I'm in a field. Just chef's kiss. Love it. But during the day, oh, my God, it's like Armageddon. 
people are screaming at each other and they're honking and there's sirens and everyone's just like, eh, fuck you. And like people, look, when you live on the first floor, people barf on your windows. People will throw tampons that they've removed from their vaginas onto your windows. Okay? You think that's not a thing? It fucking is. All right? I don't know if it's because, I hope it's because they were getting some dick. But you know what? Maybe it's not. But hope it was. Someone get some goddamn dick around here. Anyway, people see you when you're working out in your spurt, sport, your spurts bra. <laughs> when you're working out in your speech people look at you. Just slam the door. Who cares, right? It's not like we're in a building where people live. I'm so mad. Oh my God. Some fucking bitch who lives in my building. I've never met her before. But she, in the lobby, again, first floor, The lo- I don't got a doorman, but the lobby is echoey because it's a very tall first floor, high ceilings. Echoey ass lobby, okay? So when you talk or even take a little tiny footstep or if you fart, I hear it, okay? I'll hear it. Which, whatever, I usually have stuff that I'm doing. I'm not just putting a cup up to the wall and going, wonder who I'm going to hear in the lobby today. No, because I got shit to do. Too much shit to do because I say yes to everything. But the other, yesterday or whatever the fuck day was, some lady was like selling a dining table in the hallway and she was talking so goddamn loud. She was like, yeah, I mean, you really can't get them for the." And she was screaming. And you could, she was screaming to the point where the woman she was talking to, which was directly in front of her, was talking purposely, extremely quiet to kind of get this lady to go down a couple hundred levels of volume. And she wouldn't. And then I was like, bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to come out the fuck out there and ask you to shut the fuck up. So, and then she wouldn't shut the fuck up. So I went out there and what came out of my mouth was not, I didn't know, I didn't prepare this. It just came out of my mouth. I said, I have a sick baby in there. Can you please keep it down? I said, I had a sick baby. And the woman was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, yeah, feel bad for me. Oh my God, you guys. <laughs> I said I had a sick baby. What the fuck? I mean, I have no baby. I'm my own baby. I am my sick baby. So it wasn't really a whole lie. It was just a, most of a lie. God damn it. Anyway, living on the first floor fucking sucks and I'm over it. You hear people pooping outside because homeless people have to poop somewhere and sometimes they poop in front of your window and you hear it. You go like you hear like the wind that's how thin these fucking windows are and you know at night when it's a cool breeze i'm like let's open the windows nope guys pooping outside and you hear the poop go <laughs> like i mean new york baby i still love living here i love every goddamn second i'm in the city i really do but boy i gotta move and i got a great apartment but I'm getting rid of it. Fuck it. It ain't that great. I gotta fucking move. I can't imagine. You know how I w- if I had a view, I wouldn't leave my house. I would. Ha- I wouldn't need to go on social media. I would just stare out the window. Whenever I'm in a building and o- in an office or in someone's apartment with a view, I can't. I can't concentrate on anything else. I'm like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. You know. But yeah, you hear people pooping. And that, but you you also hear people, you hear, oh, God, you hear so much stuff. I've heard people getting assaulted. I, I, I run out and call 911, and I'm like, hope this isn't the last phone call I make. But or you hear people screaming at each other, which is fascinating. If there's a fight in public, you fucking bet your ass you're going to see Christina Marie Hutchinson if she's in any vicinity of the area. I'm going to go and look. Because that is human behavior on display in a way that's like, it's the stage of life. The stage meaning the theater. It's the theater of life. You're witnessing human anger at its forceful, like just, ah, and it's just, it's very cathartic to witness other people be extremely angry. Because maybe when you were a kid, you were told to not fucking be angry or say how you feel at all ever. So you never got to know yourself. And then you grow up and then you're 32 and you're like, who the fuck am I? And everyone's like, I don't know. That's for you to fucking answer. And you're like, oh shit, we're supposed to know that. You guys all know who you are? And everyone's like, yeah, pretty much. I'm like, oh, really? How'd you do that? And they're like, our moms looked at us and hugged us. I'm like, well, I mean, my mom did too. And then they're like, well, yeah, but my mom was whatever. Oh, God. I Look, 
I, I love my parents. I really do. And I miss them. But goddamn, I do witness, uh, I do enjoy witnessing people be angry. All right, so let's read some magical emails, and then I gotta fucking go. Take a ice cold bath. Or whatever. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm gonna go to Dwayne Reed and buy some cherries. Somebody emailed me, the voices in our head podcast at gmail.com. P.S. Somebody emailed me saying that they ordered a salad and they put dried cherries on it because they heard me talking about it on the podcast and they're like, holy shit, they are addicting. I swear to God, listener, you listening to this, if you go to the grocery store or whatever the fuck, next time you go, get a thing of dried cherries, you're not gonna not be able to not eat the whole fucking thing. Does that make sense? I don't give a shit. Anyway, subject line of this email. My 90 plus grandma saw my other grandma the day she died. Hi, Christina. I've spent most of my life as a skeptic with brief euphoric periods of belief. Ooh, it is euphoric. You're right. But most of the time, I've just lived fearfully convinced that with death comes an end to consciousness. That's pretty much most of us, and that's why we're all pieces of shit a lot of times. Well, we can't help it, but whatever. I want to believe that, as the sayings go, quote, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, or the universe expressing itself as a human for a little while. So I really am grateful you're exploring this concept. Well, me fucking too, honestly. I need it. So this is a moment that made me reconsider my skepticism. I love when people share this shit. Please keep emailing me. Two years ago, my grandma who lived in Florida, Charlotte, died. At the time, my grandmother Mary lived in a nursing home in the Northeast and was well into her 90s. Apparently, the day Charlotte died, Mary thought she saw her. My mom was with Mary when this happened and didn't see what she was seeing. My grandma never said anything like that before. Never thought someone else at the nursing home was my other grandma or anything like that. My mom said, sometimes I wonder if spirits come to say goodbye. After that, I believe people on the cusp of entering the next world, if there is one, there is, quote, there is. Uh, must be able to see and sense things in both our world and the next. So fucking cool. The following week, I kept hearing a song I associate with my grandma from her pool aerobics tape, aw, wherever I went. It's the one by Cool and the Gang that goes, celebrate good times, come on. And that never gets played anywhere in this decade. But there I was in Whole Foods, and suddenly I'm hearing, Yahoo! This is your celebration. Since I didn't get to say goodbye, I feel like this was her way of reaching out to me to let me know she was there. I let her know I heard her by putting it in my eulogy for her. And because I know we're all sad and missing you, I wrote, but you deserved to be celebrated. There's a party going on right here, a celebration uh, to last throughout the year. So bring your good times and your laughter too. We're going to celebrate and party with you. Thank you, for Christina, for being, uh, for being you, doing what you do, and sharing this journey with us. Jessica. Well, thanks for saying that, Jessica. I need any words of encouragement. All of them. Just give me all of them because I'm goddamn mad. And I really appreciate that email. Okay, this email's fucking wild. If you read this, please keep me anonymous or or reference me as Johnson or something. Okay, cool. Uh, Johnson. I was just listening to your podcast for the first time today. I used to listen to guys we fucked a while back. And I heard your request for paranormal stories. This one is sort of a first second hand as it was something. It was an experience a friend of mine had that he later verified for me. So, okay, my buddy is a really smart guy and has done a fair share of psychedelics in his lifetime. Mostly back in high school before I knew him. He was a very good friend that he is slash was tight uh, tight with. Oh, he has a very good friend that he is and was tight with and tripped with a good number of times in high school from what he told me. One night, my buddy had a lucid dream, not on drugs at the time, and he encountered several of his friends at a restaurant in the dream. My friend walks up and is like, yo, this shit is crazy. We're all dreaming right now and I know it. Oh, I wish I could. Well, I want to try and lucid dream. Most of the friend group at the restaurant was not doing anything. They weren't doing anything. And they were like, that's weird. And kind of went back to doing nothing in particular. But my buddy's good friend was in the group. So they were like, let's ditch these losers and go on an adventure, both knowing that it's a dream. So they decided, well, if this is a dream, we can pretty much do whatever. So let's fly around and hit up a volcano and do cool shit and whatnot. So they do. At the end, they are like, bro, that was sweet, but we need to remember 
this when we wake up because it's super cool that we're essentially interacting in an alternate plane. So they part ways and my buddy wakes up and remembers nothing, but has a weird feeling that he's supposed to remember something. And a few hours later, it hits him and he remembers the dream. I fucking love when that happens. Isn't that weird when you remember a dream like in the middle of the day? You're like, wait, that was, whoa. So my buddy decides to message his friend on Facebook something cryptic enough where it won't give away what he's referencing. He just sends the message, do you remember? End quote. No context, nothing else. Keep in mind, this is out of the blue, and these two have not interacted for months before this point and are in different parts of the country. My friend responds by saying, you were in my dream last night. And then essentially recounts the same story about flying around and hitting up the volcano. So when my friend told me this, I was like, damn, that's nuts. And I asked him if he could still find the messages on Facebook and he was able to pull them up in front of me. Dates, timestamps and all. And it was exactly what he had said from six years ago. Pretty nuts. And in my mind is hard evidence that there is a dream world people can access and interact with. Have fun. Dream fucking firefighters. That's you, right? (laughs) Yes, that is me. That's fucking cool. I mean, what the fuck, y'all? But you know how, like, time isn't real and, like, everything already has happened in every possible way or whatever? You don't? Get a book. (laughs) I'm so cranky. All right, this is the last one. Uh, I I actually, I copy and pasted this email without reading it. Um, So I'm going to learn about it as I read it to you. And then we're going to go all go to bed, boys and girls. Well, I, at least I am. Well, I'm going to go get some cherries and then cry and then go to bed. And then we're not going to smoke cigarettes. Okay. Uh, subject line of this email. My mystical life and the other dimensions I go to every night. Hey, Christina and Kevin. I'll jump right in. At age three, my mother went to buckle me into the car seat and I screamed, quote, you forgot to buckle Betty in. As she shut the car door, her and my older sister were shocked. They had always been very careful never to talk about my sister who died at age five before I was born because they thought I was too young. Her name was Betty. For the next couple of years, Betty went everywhere I went and did everything I did. Although I didn't, I don't remember any of this. This is just what my mother and sister have told me. Fast forward to age 10. Oh, that's so fucking cool. A couple of days after my grandmother passed away, I woke up to her full body apparition sitting at my feet looking down at me. This is when my mom told me about Betty being my, quote, imaginary friend when I was little. After that, things just slowly started happening more and more. I was terrified by the experience my entire childhood, but in my later teen years, finally started to accept it because it was becoming clear it was probably always going to uh, just be a thing that happened to me. My mom said my great-grandmother also had the gift as she apparently called it. Now at 34, it's just part of everyday life for me and I enjoy it as long as things don't get too intense, LOL. Although I have never seen another full body apparition, it's a common occurrence for things to move uh, around me. (gasps) Really? Dude, wait. Fucking cool. Wait, spirits move shit around you? Oh my God, it's so cool. Oh, wait, for example, she continues. (laughs) Jesus Christ, Christina. What do you want? I haven't smoked in seven days. For example, things fall over around me very often. Wow, that's so cool. That just really have no debunkable reason for falling over. Lights around me sometimes turn off by them turn on by themselves, then back off the second I reach for the button to turn them back off. Ha, <laughs> that's so cool. But I've also had some sort of crazy things happen, like a door slamming extremely hard in my face. Well, that's fucking scary. A spoon bending in half while I was just holding it in my hand. Holy shit, girl. Well, I was just holding it in my hand, not even paying attention until it began folding in half. What? I... Man, that's so cool. I always try to debunk everything, but they often can't be. If I were to tell you every experience I remember, uh, this this would be a book, LOL. Shit, girl, you should fucking write one. I want to fucking read everything that's ever happened. That's wild. So about the other dimension, LOL, I have extremely vivid dreams. Every night I go to the same places. Oh my God, this is so cool. There are probably at least 50 different places I go, in in quotes, in my dreams, but I return to them all the time, all time after time. Oh, I return to them all time after time. 
I guess smoking also affects your ability to read out loud. Some are connected. Some are always fun. Some are always negative. Some always daylight. Some always dark. Anyways, I don't usually share either of these two things about myself with anyone except my super supportive and understanding mother and my boyfriend, who was really skeptical when we first started dating. But now, eight years in, he's actually very para- uh, he's actually very paranormal stuff into very paranormal stuff because you can't be around me eight years and not see that I'm not making any of this up. LOL. I also have super good intuition. Sometimes I just know things, which is exactly what it feels like, guys. Anytime I've ever gotten like an intuition hit, all the, it's like all of a sudden you just know this now. It's not like someone comes and whispers it in your ear. It's just like, oh, one plus one is two. Now I know that. Like if you didn't know that, which obviously you did. But I definitely don't claim to be psychic by any stretch. But girl, you can be if you wanted to. Your body, your choice. One last tiny story I think you'll enjoy. My best friend recently passed away from cancer. In her final years, she became disabled. The night after she passed away, she came to me in a dream, so excited, showing me how her legs worked now. Well, I'd say this sums it up as, uh, as short as I could make it. So excited that you are bringing this topic to light, and thank you for giving me a non-judgmental place to share some of my experiences. That is so fucking cool. Oh my God. You guys, please keep emailing me because I know statistically it's a a lot of people have experienced this type of thing. I I would measure to say I would venture to guess measure to say that's not is not even a fucking phrase. I don't know. I would venture to guess that 90 percent of you listening have had some sort of something within the realm of what we've been what I've been reading to you these in these emails. So please, please keep coming. I'm not going to judge you. I think it's so fucking cool. Um, you know, I just yeah, just fucking it's so dope. Like there's so much more to life. There's so much more to life that we could ever comprehend because death isn't real and time is fake and everything's bullshit, but what's not bullshit is our hearts. And if you keep your heart good, and pure, and when I say pure, I mean just kind. Be fucking nice to people. Be nice to people. Be kind to people. Motherfuckers, as I yell at you. Watch. <laughs> Have, just fucking give a shit about people. Just give a shit about people. And if you're white, please, please give a shit about black and brown people being murdered by the police. Okay? And please give a shit about racism and educating yourself on racism. Black lives matter. They always fucking will. And fucking, oh, please give a shit, white people. Because boy, do we have the potential to, um, and the power within us to be the best generation ever. And by best generation, I mean everyone listening. I'm not talking about age. Just be a good, kind person and listen to people and be curious about people. All right. I'll, t- I'll love you guys. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for listening to me yell and rant and rave. Uh, whew, this has been The Voices in Our Heads. I'll talk to you next Wednesday. It's a celebration. celebration.
It's a celebration. It's a celebration. 